This is the history of podcast. That, okay. that means it looks like a dick. The history you always wanted to know, but never had the guts to ask. Did you know fidget spinners were a satanic object? No, I didn't. <laughs> that was the original celebrity deathmatch. Yeah. <laughs> Me? All right. All right. Welcome, listeners. Coming at you live. This is the History of Podcast. We are here with myself, Clinny Clampson, and Gian. Uh, hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, Gian. I'm back again. Gian M., the man the man with the stash, the man Thank with the you. mustache. I have a mustache, I do. I also have uh, more facial hair beard as well. <laughs> Last week, oh, and, and, our, uh, and our, our groupies. Yeah, our groupies, Adrian and Megan. Stars. Adrian, what's going on? Hi. Megan, what's Hi. Yeah, I'm excited to have everybody on. Hi. All right, super... Uh, this is super fun. I'm this glad to be here. Two. This is episode two of our History of Podcast. Last week or a couple weeks ago, we did the History of Dildos, and that we we learned a lot. <laughs> Actually, uh, that night, yeah. I went out and got my own dildo. Oh my god. <laughs> and I was so happy to inspire. I was so excited about it. Where is we, it? we still are excited about it. Where is it now? Where is it right now? It is, it is extremely dirty mm. next to my gun in the drawer. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Three most important things. Things in life are in that drawer: lube, dildo, and hand. What do you use in a fight? You never, never know what to use. You, you, have a, you have a full arsenal, dude, yeah. just in case an intruder comes. Yeah, if, right. an, if an intruder comes, you can stab them in the eye with a dildo. Cover yourself in lube because when they grab you, you can yeah. slip away. You can slide, get right your gun, and then and then poo, and then shoot, 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 shoot that. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. More importantly, yeah. so last last week last, last week we did the history of dildos. This week we are doing the history of Bill Murray. Bill Murray, Whoa. which is actually uh, I didn't know very we done that at the same time. Should Bill, we do it again? We, th- Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Uh, which is actually uh, very surprising. He does have a lot of history. Um, people know him from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I know uh, him from Caddyshack. From Caddyshack, I'm, one of the I'm, best movies. Because we're so young and youthful. Yeah, and fully youthful. youth. My back never. Uh, Caddyshack, you're going to see, is actually uh, very interesting. It was actually based on his childhood. I. Do you is, know what? Yeah. That's insane. It he, is. He was a caddy. Yeah, he was a caddy. I caddied yeah. before. Yeah, I, I never did. Before. I almost did, but yeah. I didn't. Um, all right, so let's just let's just dive right. Hey, so I'm ready, dude. I'm born. I'm, I'm ready. I'm sorry. <laughs> born September twenty first, nineteen fifty. William James Murray came into this world from mother Lucille Collins and father Edward Murray the second. Lucille was a mailroom clerk, and Edward Murray was a lumber salesman. So Bill had eight brothers and sisters, and grew oh, up in the suburbs outside of Chicago. His uh, brothers are Brian, Joel, John, Edward, Nancy, Laura, Peggy, and Andy. Jesus. Wow. Say, Catholic. All big, boys. Yes. Yeah, actually very Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Extremely uh, mm-hmm. religious and a very large family. Holy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, his, my God. His That's brothers, true. Joel, John, and Brian Murray, were also actors as well. And that'll, that'll play in, especially with Brian Murray. Are they really actors? Because, yeah. I mean, I only know of Bill Murray, of right? Bill Murray. Like, yeah. I only know of Bill Murray. Actually, right? Brian, Brian Murray has a lot of credits as a director and writer okay. um, on a lot of the bigger bigger movies that you you know watch when we were growing up, like Ghostbusters. And just other, babies when yeah. we were just I have a to, little... You know, look into that. But Okay, so let's dive right in. So as a teen, 
Bill Murray was a golf caddy, but he grew up in a Catholic family, attended Catholic school. When he was in high school, he was a golf caddy, and he also started um, doing uh, community plays at the community theater and in high school, and that's where he started acting. Uh, he was in a band. He was the lead singer of a band mm-hmm. called the Dutch Masters. Us Catholics always grow up to be badass <laughs> motherfuckers. Badass yeah, band it gets people. filthy. Um, <laughs> so after after high school, he graduated and he started pre-med courses at Regis University in Denver, Colorado. Uh, but he later dropped out, which is actually very interesting. We'll get into that. Okay, so... So while he was taking pre-med classes in Colorado, he was only there for one semester. Uh, fun fact, he did drop out, drop out, in fact, but later in his lifetime, this school would actually give him an honorary degree. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think honorary degrees are fair. No. Like, no. I don't think that's, like, that's cool, but, like, they decided like, as long as he can't get a job in that field, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Like, as long as he's got to stick with comedy, I'm okay yeah. with it. Which actually worked out in his favor. Yeah. But uh, after listening, I'll, I'll ask you guys some questions later on. Uh, is he, is he one kind of a good guy? Is he or is he not? Uh, did he, was he like a self-made guy? We'll, okay. We'll, we'll, I'll go through the history and then we'll come back to that at the end and kind of see. Okay. It's very interesting, his, uh, his career path. Um, so, like I said, he had one semester in college, and then he, he dropped out. So, aiding to that reason that he dropped out, on his 20th birthday, he was getting ready to born, uh, board a plane in Chicago headed mm-hmm. to Denver, where he met, I guess, like, uh, there's a couple variations of the story, but one of them was it was a ticket, a ticket clerk at the front, at the front desk, or it was a fellow passenger, a, a, a young lady, uh, similar to the age of himself, where he joked hitting on her, saying, hey, well, I have a bomb in my bag, so, like, hopefully, like, that, you know, that doesn't... He's a bomb in his he bag? He said he had a bomb in oh, his bag, being, being a joke. <laughs> Bill well, that, Murray, you stupid idiot. That's well, that, not cool in 2018. <laughs> exactly. It's 2008. What year was this? When did he do this? This was, he was 20 years old, so this was 1970. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Very, oh, that uh, would have been way cooler if she didn't report it. Yeah, and that, well, yeah. it didn't go over well, because apparently it scared whoever he said that to. So he was detained... And search to find what in his bag. Okay. What okay. do you think? Coke. Like a ton of <laughs> a like big mad Coke bucket of seventies. It was actually nine pounds of marijuana. Oh, that's cool. In man. several brick bags. Oh, the dude, the TSA wasn't like, oh, phew. <laughs> yep. Thank God it's just all that Dodged fucking weed. One. Like if they were coke, we would have been concerned with just some of that dope ass, it's just whack ass seventies weed, which was dirt, right? It was dirt. Which was essentially smoking dirt. Yeah. I ain't bout that shit, yo. <laughs> I ain't bout this life. Not smoking dirt. Nah, dude, that's whack. When I went, when we went to Turks, it was it was dirt, and I remember thinking like, this isn't even getting me high. I'm just hitting it for the sake of hitting it. Well, you yeah, have a wooden pipe. What's really interesting about that too is that apparently the the marijuana back then was like uh, compared to today because they learned how to properly grow it, give it the right nutrients, and cultivate it. It was that is shit. Twenty times more effective today than it was back then. Good, dude. My so, fuck, dude. How am I else going to like get sh- sh- fucking swifty with it, bro? How else am I going to do? So like our concentrate parents, on my life. Our parents man. are smoking pot now as retired. That's adults. why I'm so much dumber and than my can't. parents. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just so much. They all were like homeowners oh, at my age. They were able to smoke 
hundred uh, kids. Yeah, when they were teenagers at twenty three, my dad had three kids and a house. <laughs> but then we sucked. We sucked. Bothered. At twenty six, I have an apartment. I can barely keep a Cadillac. <laughs> And barely a job. I can barely keep myself alive. I mean, thank God for, like, Tostino Pizza Rolls. Shout out to Tostino <laughs> Pizza Rolls. Please sponsor us because, man, I could do with some free pizza rolls because that's all I survive off of. Sometimes, man, I'll just wake up in the morning and just be like, hey, you like uh, 15 pizza rolls in my gullet. Dude. And I pile away 15 pizza rolls. Dude, my yeah. mom smoked 70s weed. My mom smoked 80s weed. But my mom is addicted to, to millennial weed. <laughs> She's addicted to it. We know how to do things right. We know <laughs> how to do we know how to do pot right. We, we know, know how, how to, do, to cultivate drugs. We know how to make drugs. We know how to uh, we know how to eat Tide Pods. We do that sure. right. We do that Dude, how else are you gonna get a buzz, bro, when yeah. you're a kid? Yeah. How are your kids kid, trying to get their You're playing Xbox Live with your buddies, you're twelve. Looking at that Tide Pod looks like candy. Yeah, dude, back in the day, <laughs> we used to have to off paint and shit like that, man. Yeah, who Not does anymore. that anymore? Now no. the Tide Pods are around. Tide pods. <laughs> just pile away. It's the less tide expensive, and the, the cleanup it only takes one trip to the emergency room. Man. <laughs> instead of a, instead of an old sock and a paper bag. Kids suck. I hate kids. <laughs> All right, well, moving on. So he was detained and searched for nine pounds of marijuana in his bag at the airport. Oh, my and God. And he was arrested for possession, oh, wow. and he yeah. dropped out of college. But the school would later in the year give him, or later in his lifetime, give him an honorary degree. All right, so moving on. Basically, after this, um, he dropped out of college, didn't really have a good life direction, so he just kind of bummed around from what it seems like. He out, he grew up in the suburbs outside of uh, Chicago, so he just kind of bummed around and couch surfed on his buddies' couches in, in, in his own house. Um, and one day, his mom just was like, hey, you got to get a job. You've been here for a couple years now, just not doing anything, taking odd jobs. Um, his brother, Brian, was actually working in the old town of uh, Chicago, outside of the Second City Theater. Oh, where all the greats are from. In, I think it was 19, uh, I have it written down, 1969 or so when that opened. So it was like right at the beginning when it started. Mm-hmm. So his brother uh, actually worked at like a vendor. He was like a food vendor, or he was uh, just a. Vendor he was just some, a food vendor outside Second yeah, City. Yeah, he was just selling ah, stuff. Some loser. And then they, <laughs> he eventually, yeah, he eventually Ryan Murray ended up finding himself in inside, and he he'd actually start like a really big career. That would be an interesting one to Probably learn about too. That's where uh, that's where all the greats come from. Second City Theater. Steve Carell. Yes. yes. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna get to that. I got notes, those, a little bit of notes on that. So we got okay. So basically, Brian started there, and he said, hey, my brother Bill, you're not doing anything. Why don't you come down and join me? Yeah, nerd. So, I did the same thing with my dorky-ass brother. And it seems like Bill kind of half-heartedly accepted the invitation. He wasn't, like, it, like, re, like running for it. He yeah. just kind of went and to audition. He was just like, hell yeah. I'm and he actually, he would go to the, the sketch workshops, uh, and he, he, did, he did okay, and actually met uh, uh, an actor at the time who would become one of the uh, biggest names in comedy, John Belushi. There we go. Whoa, there we go. There we go. He met John Belushi. Oh, man. Who helped him get to the main stage, kind of took him under his wing and helped him get to the main stage. So at the Second City, this is kind of where Bill Murray would cultivate and create his unique comedy style. And we'll kind of mm-hmm. get to, 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 to kind of how that is. Because you, you've seen like Bill Murray's movies. He's kind of like sarcastic. He's kind of like uh, to the point. Uh, it's, it's very interesting. He's a straight shooter, baby. Yeah, he's a yeah, straight, like he's straight yeah. shooter. He just kind of yeah. does what he does. Yeah, um, he's not silly. No, he's which not. Is, which is uh, 
Which is pretty serious, man. Yeah. You gotta be pretty funny. But he is a little bit. He's a I mean, he's a little bit silly, but it's... It's like a darker humor, isn't it? Maybe it's it is just a darker humor. Groundhog's Day. I well, didn't really laugh in, in that whole fucking movie. I don't know. <laughs> well, the reason the reason why his humor was darker was actually because his dad passed away uh, oh. when he was seventeen. Oh, so his dad was uh, oh. a, a, any any article that I read about his dad was that he was a very extremely hardworking family man, and he literally would give you give his kids the shirt off his back. To, to help feed them. Really? So Damn. all he did was just work. And apparently his mom was an, was an excellent, uh, super sweet woman as well. Mm. But his dad passed away when he was only 17. She bet in she was so funny. 1967 or so. Okay. So Catholic. Uh, so that, yeah. yeah. So Catholic. Catholic shit I've ever heard. Yeah. So he, uh, he, that's kind of how his comedy style was. It was kind of dark. Yeah. Not, not, not so like extravagant. It was just kind of, uh, he was, he was, seemed like he was troubled almost uh, yeah. reading, reading about him. And that we'll, we'll get mm-hmm. kind of into that. So this is this is Hit now me. he's starting out at Second City. It, yeah. it just kind of opened. It was a year or two after it opened. Uh, the, this is where he's going to meet Harold Ramis, cool. Gilda Radner, John Candy, mm-hmm. John cool. Uh, cool. Uh, and Dan Aykroyd. And like uh, uh, our Gian was just saying, uh, I'm Gian. Other other <laughs> big name in com- big names in comedy have come from the Second City. Dude, that's where everybody comes from, yeah. man. I'm telling you, straight up. Hang on, let me check out Second City Theater. Famous people. Okay. CB's huge. Peep as well. this joint. Probably the list goes just like watched, ten miles and down the block and everything. Mike Myers. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Steve Carell. Let's shout out to Steve Tina Fey. Grew, mm-hmm. grew up down the street from here. Keen Peel. Tina Fey. James Wood. Dan Aykroyd. John Belushi. Jane Lynch. Shelley Longmire. It's a long list. I <laughs> yeah, it's a long list. <laughs> but the big, the big names: Mike Myers, Steve Carell. Uh, yeah, Amy, some heavy hitters. Tina um, Fey. Second City started the Second City. Made their way from there. So, um, do you guys have any more comments on that? <laughs> I just think it's awesome. Yeah, it's so interesting, right? <laughs> Bill Murray's so interesting. It's going to get even like crazier, too. So, fun fact, as Bill Murray was starting out with these with these co-stars, this was the first group of people to come through Second City. Fun fact, he actually did not get along with his co-stars. Why? He was actually inherently difficult to work with. Whoa. Why? Because he was just he was just like he, he was, was just a difficult guy. Now or then? Uh, I don't know about now. I wanted to focus on more like his like early yeah. career. I think now he's kind of like real laid back. And yeah, just kinda he's checking. older. He's like checking. He's like checking out. After Garfield, he was just like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with this. With this. He shit. Was, do you think it was uptight? Is that how people describe him back then? Yeah, uptight. Yeah, I think he had a very unique comedy style that people didn't really react to. But he did a really he did a really good job with John Belushi though. John Belushi, like him and John Belushi, worked really well together. Okay. And I think that when they first started out. He really, like there was a there's a story um, at the Second City Theater. One, there was one night there was a heckler in the crowd that would just kept running his mouth the entire night. So Bill Murray comes out like mid show and says, "Hey guys, we have a heckler in the crowd. He's being very disruptive. We're not gonna let him do it anymore." And he jumps into the crowd and just beats the shit out of this guy <laughs> in front of everybody. That's fucking awesome. And people are just like, "That's fucking awesome." Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's not there's there's not much on it. It's just that's like the that's just what happened. Um, so yeah. Murray Murray just got tired of that and just beat him up. So after a year or so, after being at the Second City, uh, John Belushi invited them to New York City at age 24, uh, 1974, uh, to join the cast of National Lampoon's Radio Hour. 
Okay. Where okay. he would Schwego. do he would do the voice of I think Johnny Torch and like a couple various things. It actually, Ooh, apparently yeah. it's real funny. I haven't I haven't listened to it, but apparently it's real. funny. I've never listened to it either. Yeah, it's really I've never good. listened to, it, to National Lampoon's Radio. Have you guys ever listened to National? No, Lampoon's but Radio? that would be a really good because that that uh, National Lampoon. That's a good topic. We'll cover that yeah, eventually. That actually started. They took that name from in like an 1895 magazine that came out of Harvard University. Holy they shit! They called it the National Lampoon, and it was like before it's time where they actually had nudity and like stupid Ooh, jokes and stuff out of Harvard. That. So that's, that's another, that's a whole other topic. But he started at National Lampoons. Now it's starting to get into like the meat of everything. Saturday Night Live, 1975. There are two shows begging for airtime under the name Saturday Night Live. Saturday one, Night Live. One at NBC and one at ABC. Whoa. So which one is still on the air right NBC. now? NBC. NBC. Hell still on yeah, air. man! I know so that shit. Started in 1975. Bill auditioned. Bill Murray auditioned for NBC, but was passed over for John Belushi. Whoa! Because John Belushi spoke to audiences better. No, really. So he went to the a- to, went to ABC, where it was canceled just after one season. While NBC NBC was blowing up and is still on today. Holy shit. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Whoa. Johnny boy, that <laughs> I know. sucks. I know. That I sucks, know. Raj. What, when did Saturday Night Live start then? What year was that? 1975. Oh, wow. Live from New York. Saturday night. Saturday night. But it was still Great. funny, am I right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that... <clears throat> He started at NBC, but it was canceled after just... Or, sorry, ABC, but it was canceled after just one season. So he got another chance later on and auditioned again because there was an opening in the cast in 1976. That opening was made not other this one. by... I know this one. I know this one. It's Chevy Chase, right? Chevy Chase. He was nice to someone one time. No, he, he I left to pursue other things. He was oh, a jer- everything I hear about Chevy Chase is he was a yeah. jerk. That's Everybody what I that uh, talks about him. I know I'm a big fan of community. I watch community. I, like, I, like I community. went to community college mm-hmm. and uh, it spoke to me. me. Too. Big fan of Donald Glover and um, yep. I know for I mean it, it was it was pretty accurate and uh, I know for a fact on their Chevy Chase everybody has something to say about him. He was a jo- He fought Joel McHale twice or uh. something. He called every black person on there the N-word. Oh, like a jerk. And he was like, no, 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 like, so, some old black Why? guy told me it was cool. Yeah, absolutely, please. Um, what a dickhead. Yeah, he was a real piece of shit. He really pissed off. I know he really pissed off Yvette Nicole Brown and Childish Gambino. Clinty Clinklins. Could you get uh, a few more of those? Big oh, 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 I wasn't asking for tradesies. Oh, did no, no. Oh, sorry. Could I have one as well? <laughs> Your still full. <laughs> I was just taking. I was seizing an opportunity. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I like that. I like that. I appreciate that. Thanks, Clint. You got it. You uh, got it. No, Chevy Chase is apparently one of the biggest dickheads He's in the world. That's what consistency. Thank you. Says if it looks like shit, it smells like shit. It's probably shit. Yeah. He got arguments so much Dan about him being a dick. He's probably a dick. Who was the creator of Community? I know that he got in a lot of fights with him. Mm-hmm. Um. I know he uh, he was not nice to many of the ladies. 2018, let's Ew. do something about it. He's an asshole. Hashtag fight chase. Hashtag <laughs> fight chase. He's fuck a chase. jerk. <laughs> fuck Chevy. He wishes, fuck Chevy. He wishes. 
<laughs> Anyways, let's get right. back to the man of the hour. I'm sorry that we went on a tangent. Let's get so, back to Bill. <laughs> Bill Murray, second time he auditions for the NBC Saturday Night Live. Apparently his audition didn't go over too well. He didn't really know if if he had done a good job or not, so he just kind of got up and said, okay, uh, is that it? Should I, should I do more? And they said, no, this is fine. So then he was like, okay, and then just left. So not really feeling that great about it, but there was an opening, and they decided to put him in. So a lot, I think a lot of this Go has Bill. to do with John Belushi going out on a limb and saying, hey, man, I worked with this guy before. He's a good dude. He's funny. Let's bring him in. So John Belushi, shout out to John Belushi. Yeah. Thank you, John Belushi. Thank you, John Belushi. I mean, we wouldn't have Ghostbusters without John Belushi. He gave us Bill Murray. Oh, wow. He gave us Bill Murray. I'm so excited that you wow. just said that because Why? that comes up, and that's a really big point. John Belushi with Ghostbusters? Yes. He's not in it. I know. Oh my god! <laughs> no, it, it, it's crazy. It blew my mind when I when I learned about it. So now it's 1976, and he just replaced Chevy Chase on Saturday Night Live's or NBC's Saturday Night Live. So, uh, 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 go, uh, uh, literally on the forefront of one of the biggest uh, changes in t- television and television comedy, nonetheless, is Saturday Night Live, and he's literally on the forefront of it. Okay. So starting mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. He's filling some pretty big shoes. So starting out, apparently... Yeah, he's got to come out heavy hitting, man. Yeah, apparently he was terrible and did not connect with the audience and did not work well with the cast members. Wow, that's like almost every single cast member that exists in Saturday Night Live right now. <laughs> Taking <laughs> shots, Lauren Michaels. Get at me. <laughs> Hashtag fight Uh-oh. chase. Hashtag fight chase. Gion's here. <laughs> so, here's like a fun fact about it. After a couple weeks... On the show and not really, not really being a heavy hitter and not really making making waves. Mm-hmm. Uh, he on live TV. He asked the audience, "Should they fire me? Should they keep me on the oh. show, or should they let me go?" Holy oh, shit, dude! He reached out to the audience on live TV and he said, "Can you laugh no matter what happens? No matter what I do, can you laugh at what is what's what my sketches are?" Holy shit, dude! And oh my god! What's crazy? It is it worked. If that if if his plea didn't if his plea went wrong we would not have Bill Murray Whoa. in our lives at 2018 still doing weird shit. Holy shit! So it actually like still people showing up at people's weddings. People loved it. People <laughs> yeah. loved it. So that's just kind of and then ever, ever since then he just started like blowing up a little bit on Saturday Night Live. He started doing really well after that, uh, partially because he was dating. Uh, uh, um, uh, Gilda Radner at the, th- oh, at the time. Oh, really? From Saturday Night Live. So, yeah, they were dating at the same Whoa. time that they were Hang there. On. Let me peep a picture of Gilda Radner. Same? Jesus. Oh. You've seen her in the really Cringy. Oh. Uh, she's okay. all right. <laughs> That's what they were back in the day, man. She looks funny. She looks super. <laughs> she looks like she's got a really funny personality. Check them out together. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's cute. some good pictures of it. She they're looks cute. like she knows how to make you laugh. She looks hilarious. You know? Is she still alive? Is Gilda Radner still alive? Uh, no, she's not. She uh, died at 89. So. Yeah. She died at 42? Oh, my God. Wow, see, that would of be a great history to Wow. Oh, my God. Illness. What went wrong? Oh, my God. What got ill? That's cancer. fucked she up. Got cancer. Oh, it's <laughs> real sad. Oh my god. To laugh. Wow. Yeah. So that's a Holy little, shit. little fun fact. There, oh my so. god. We just got dark on history. I know. Gilda Radner. History. Speaking of dead people. Anyways, let's get back to this. <laughs> so 
Uh, just a little fun fact there that uh, as soon as Bill Murray started doing better, it came out that he was also dating Gilda Radner, too. So uh, their sketches that they would do together were very love- loving and Ooh. vibrant because they were they had that they had That's that intimacy hot. that yeah. they, they just worked well together. Mm. The sexual tension came on screen. Yeah, it did. Yeah, I like that. I love that you but every uh, I'm sure um, uh, you, you know, you, you, you shit where you eat. You know, you're going to eat shit. Yeah, man, absolutely. So I'm sure it's Saturday it blew Night Live. Up. That's Hollywood. Yeah, I'm sure it throat. blew up. Yeah. All right, so getting back to this. So, 1978 comes around, and they're doing a guest show for with a guest host. And who is the guest host? John Belushi. No. no oh, he's, already, he's, he's already in it's it. It's just Chevrolet. Me. Chase. 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 <laughs> Hashtag fight Chase shows up. Oh, oh Chase God. shows up as a guest star. As a guest host in 1978. What an asshole. Get out of here, dude. We're played he was, out. He was a, Chevy Chase was a part of the original crew that started at Saturday Night Live's, or NBC's Saturday Night Live. So the current cast felt betrayed and abandoned when, when he left. Yeah, you know what? Oh. So there was... I know there, there, was, there was probably a lot of tension, but you know what? Of Back in the day, he used to be like so funny, and, and we didn't have this knowledge that he was such an asshole. Mm-hmm. So nobody knew, so it's not fair of me. But go on, I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue, sir, continue. So, the, like Chevy I said, geez. the current cast felt betrayed and abandoned, which sparked a ton of animosity towards yeah. him being the guest, the guest host. Yeah. Oh. So, Bill was the only one that actually stood up and had a voice on the matter. So he approached Chevy Chase right before the show starts and started just smack, just started shit with them. Just, Holy shit. Cue just start, the, beef music. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel a beef grilling. So it all started in an exchange of words um, where basically Chevy Chase, Bill Murray says, hey man, like we're pissed at you, basically. And Chevy Chase says, well, it looks like your face looked like Neil Armstrong walked on on it on the moon. I'm butchering that. Damn! But Dan was dropped. To which, to which, and I quote, Bill Murray replied, have sex with your wife once in a while. It looks like she could use it. Damn! Damn. (laughs) To which was not not met with hugs and kisses. Holy (laughs) shit, dude. Yo, them's fighting words, Raj. <laughs> them's them's some heavy fighting words. So what happened next, man? What's uh, what's my man Bill Murray gonna do with his this this motherfucker Chevy Chase rolling up? So they get mad heated. And <laughs> yeah, they, they get into a fist fight backstage right before the show starts. <laughs> Oh, right before the show starts. <laughs> Holy but what's shit. crazy is back in this time period when people That's watched cool. that exact show and Chevy Chase was 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 on it, they're probably all the people at home are probably like, "Wow, Chevy Chase is back. That's so cool." Little does he know, he just got into a fist fight beating the shit out of Bill Murray. Holy beating shit. Beating the shit out of out of him. Just swinging fists, just yeah. two fucking Who grown won? ass men. Right? Uh, I don't know. I think they Who just Who do we think won? I think Chevy um, Chase. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> you think Chevy Chase? Hang on, let me. But like, who? Nobody wins in a fight, kids. Every, everybody's a loser. <laughs> All right, Chevy Chase is six four. Yeah, I'd say right, Chevy let's Chase say, looks let's, like hang a big on, dude. Hang, how tall is Bill Murray? I'd say he's like stats. five nine. Six two, six four. Oh, yeah. Both yeah. pretty big dudes. These are both pretty big dudes. Damn. Um, 
All right, Bill Murray is like a D. He's like seven years younger than Chevy Chase. Maybe, yeah, 68 and 75. What's that? Seven years? Eight years? Who's angrier, though? I would say Chevy. Chevy's angry. Bill Murray's pissed off, too, though. You know? You underestimate how salty. Bill Murray is salty. I feel like Chevy Chase is born with a gold uh, uh, silver spoon in his mouth. I feel like he's really like came from nothing. He. Bill Murray came from nothing. I agree. I feel like Bill Murray came from nothing, and Chevy just kind of is like... I don't know his story, though. I don't know Chevy's story, either. I feel like he was always just... To be, like, arrogant and cocky like I of a. He's the son of some son of a bitch. Rich, rich oil. Some rich bastard. (laughs) You son of a bitch, Chevy. Give me one more reason to hate you. Oh, Uh, his dad, his great-grandfather, invented credit. Oh, Uh, his great-grandfather invented all the shit I owe. The card. Whoa! <laughs> what a piece of I don't shit. Know. I don't know. Hashtag, I know you're hashtag fight If you look chase. at that episode, do you think like you could tell they got in a fight? Like just if you would I, look at maybe. it right now, like huh. if it was right before, no one would have time for like the hair and makeup, clean up, or black just, like, eyes, scratches and... like all over each other. I don't know. No. Apparently, uh, apparently Men. it was pretty crazy though. His dad went to Bloody Princeton knuckles. and was a book editor and Chris. magazine writer. His mother was a concert pianist and libertist. Whose only father was an admiral. Ooh. Ooh. Murray from New York, Woodstock, Lower Manhattan, in fact. Oh, 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 oh. so adorable. He was named for his father, or his adoptive grandfather, Cornelius Vanderbilt. Crane, while the nickname Chevy oh, was bestowed by his grandmother. Oh, he's a part of a Vanderbilt family. Yeah, so, he's wow. a rich son of a bitch. So Gossip Girl was based loosely on Chevy Chase's life? <laughs> oh, he vacationed frequently at Castle Hill, Vanderbilt. the Crane Summer State at Ipswich, Massachusetts, after the Ipswich Clam. What a that dick. gross squirter clam. What a dick. What a real dick. He, he inherited a castle basically when his dad died. Fuck him. Yeah, he had a great education and a great uh, music and went to like independent schools and shit. Uh, but he, Man. I don't know. Oh, you know what? This ain't about Chevy. No. It's about his mortal enemy, who we all prefer. Yeah. Bill Murray. <laughs> hashtag fight Word. chase. William James Murray. Hashtag fight chase. Okay, yeah, so. Let's get back at it, dog. Bill Murray worked on Saturday Night Live, NBC's Saturday Night Live, for several years. Hell yeah. And in 1979, he started getting into film. Yes. So, the next step, man. This is where it starts to go down. 1979's Meatballs. Ooh. Meatballs. His role was Tripper Harrison, a camp counselor. Apparently, this 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 version was really good. I think I saw the the 80s version with um, uh, who's who's the the dick in Dodgeball? Oh, uh, uh, Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah, well, it's still a really solid movie. But he's a, he's a good. Di- he plays a good asshole. Yeah, he does play a good. <laughs> asshole. He's a real good asshole. But the, the whole of, premise is basically uh, he he he's at like a fat camp. And he's a camp counselor uh, at this at this fat camp, and he's and he's trying to help the kids. Like, oh get through. yeah, meatballs. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I've only I know there was a Bill Murray version. Yeah, I think like well, 1979. There was. Meatballs. <laughs> meatballs. You haven't seen Meatballs? Oh I saw the Ben Stiller one. Ben Stiller one. No, I haven't. I don't watch movies. Oh, I haven't so seen Meatballs. Apparently, <laughs> uh, uh, Bill Murray has kind of like lackadaisical approach to like uh, being an actor and filming. Uh, not, I'm not going to say a little bit cocky, but definitely different than any other mm-hmm. actors. So uh, the director of Meatballs really wanted him on the show, on the on the film, and Bill Murray kind of dodged the the yay or nay question a mm-hmm. couple times. So as they're filming Meatballs, Bill Murray just randomly, unexpectedly shows up. 
to be in the movie. And Whoa, they were like, wow, dude. He, a- he actually came, Holy so shit. let's put him in the movie. So apparently the first scene that you see him in that movie, he shows up in like a... Uh, in like a like a Hawaiian shirt and like really like uh, 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 like khaki shorts. Yeah. Were the clothes that he just walked on set with. Holy like shit. Like he didn't get, he just walked onto the film and they were just cool. like, oh, hey, here's Bill Murray. Let's just show him in the stuff that he arrived in. That's so, awesome. And he, cool. And, uh, apparently it was a good movie. So moving on, a year later, one of my favorite movies, he starts in a couple of them, but one of my favorite ones that stands out is 1980s Caddyshack. Yes. <laughs> written by... Uh, co- co-written by Brian Murray, Bill's older brother, Harold Ramis, and Doug Kenny. Directed by Harold Ramis. And let's just take a minute to all just... Oh, I fucking love Caddyshack. Caddyshack, <laughs> one of the Dude, best movies are you ever. Gonna, are you going to hit fun facts about Caddyshack? I have a really good... I have a Dude, really good throw them out. Fun throw them out. Just really? Oh, for mm-hmm. real? Mm-hmm. All right. All of his lines in Caddyshack were improvised. That's absolutely How correct. How fucking crazy yes. is really? that? Really? Yes. He, he's you talking about killing himself for a lot yes. of Caddyshack. Yes. That is hilarious. I don't know. You think about your teenage job, it's like, oh, dude, absolutely leave out of a fucking window. That's insane. <laughs> yep. yep. Oh, my God. That's amazing, though. Uh, That's insane. Caddyshack's Danny Noonan character was actually based on Ed Murray, who was the model for, I'm uh, sorry, model for the character when they worked at high school struggling to uh, make money and go to college by caddying. That is So Danny Noonan awesome. was based on his older brother, Ed Murray, as they were caddying. Holy shit. How crazy is that? That's bizarre. I can't believe yeah, that. Dude. And going off what you were just saying, a lot of his lines, Bill Murray's lines, were improv. So the director, Harold Ramis, literally said, hey, you know, this is what you're going to be doing in this scene. I just want you to go. And then it turns out to be the, gra- the greenskeeper that becomes a pro golfer and, and basically wins the world. And the whole uh, Gunga Galunga scene yeah. where he's, he's playing golf, I think, with the Pope. And he hits it into a 10,000-foot crater. I don't understand what that means at all, but I'm I, sure it has. It's got a idea. deeper reference to yeah, it, I'm right? Sure it I don't know. I'm not old enough for it, honestly, probably, <laughs> what right? A, what, a good, what a good movie. And there's a couple of fun facts. Do you, do you got any more fun facts? No, I have no others besides that one on... on I'm, I'm just looking at random facts, man. No, hit me. So, well, let's get into the cast. So, starring Bill Murray, of course, the, the greenskeeper. Yeah. Uh, well, very uh, wild and... Uh, d- a different dreams. Ke- uh, yeah, keeper. interesting character. Lives, lives in a garage, uh, grows his own green, and smokes it frequently. <laughs> his own what else are you gonna do, rest. man? Ooh. It's boring. Uh, uh, Chevy Chase was the eccentric millionaire that just kind of lived uh, and, and just played golf. Yeah, we've been against Chevy this week. Yeah, like Chase. I like it. Chase, like where, why are you running? I'm not hey, chasing you anymore. Square up, nerd. We're here. Squaring up, Chase. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield, which oh, I love Fantastic. Rodney Dangerfield. Good man. I know, great man. Good I would man. love to do a podcast on Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, man. There he was such an interesting character. Interesting uh, information on Rodney I do love Rodney Dangerfield. I'm a big fan of Rodney Dangerfield. Um, he is, uh, I forget what movie it is, Back to School, I Back think. to School was is really that good. that when he does triple the triple ending? Yes. <laughs> yes, that was, I remember seeing what? that at That's like 12 and being like, great holy movie. shit, what a die. Goes back to school <laughs> to get his bachelor's. Yes, with his has son. Has a ton of money, hires a bunch of kids just to do all of his schoolwork and go to class. What he a was great guy. His stand-up was like no other. He was the last person to do yeah. like joke punchline, joke punchline, yeah. joke but like rapid fire. He, he had uh, he had a really good joke. Was uh, I can't? I'm gonna try to do a Rodney Dangerfield impression. I'm not sure Absolutely. if I can do it, but do it. So the joke, the joke goes, "Hey, 
My wife always really likes to talk on the phone after sex, so at 2, 3 in the morning, I'm always getting phone calls from her from hotel rooms. Because <laughs> he's, she's, she's uh, fucking she's, she's other dudes. Fucking other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's that the joke. Whore. Uh, so, <laughs> Murray, that's Chevy awesome. Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, and Ted Knight was Judge Smales. If you if you knew, see a picture of Ted Knight, you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, he was, he was uh, the uh, really uptight owner, uh, co-owner of the club. But a fun fact, and I kind of I, I I'm disputing this a little bit, but I think it actually is like 98% true. Uh, I don't know a ton about like film. Fun fact is this film was the only time that him and Chevy Chase were on screen together. Yeah, I bet because they fucking hate each yeah, other. I hate yeah. seeing that dude, man. And I just be like, dude, I fought that guy, man. Mm-hmm. I thought I laid my claim to that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And this straight was, up and down. This was only a couple years later mm-hmm. from when they actually had a fist fight backstage. Apparently, all the animosity was was done with. Uh, I don't think they really worked together. At, I guess they didn't work together ever again since that scene. Um, but uh, overall, like a really great movie, and that scene was really funny. Uh, Chevy Chase is, is night putting because he just made like a million dollar bet on a round of golf, and he's trying to get better and really stressed out. He hits his golf ball through uh, Bill Murray's uh, garage window, window, shatters the window, and then he goes and smokes golf grass, cannonball with uh, Bill Murray, all improv and all really, all really good. <laughs> so overall, great movie. So moving on. 1981 comes around and it comes. He comes out with Stripes, uh, and this was another movie that he was in with John Candy. Uh, I saw Stripes. We talked about Stripes before the cast, Clint. Oh my God, that's an edit. <laughs> that's fine. We uh, talked about it, Clint. Yeah, it was. It was it, not my favorite. I I, I nah, watched it, it when sucked. I was a kid. I don't I thought, like it. I, I thought Stripes was good it. when I was a kid, but rewatching it, it really wasn't that. I'm great. an adult, and I know what's funny. My opinion matters. I don't think it's funny. <laughs> no, personally, not at all. Hashtag, not at all. Hashtag fight chase. Fight chase. Uh, Harold Ramis, John Candy, a few other actors worked Harold with, with so Bill Murray in that movie. And by 1982, he was a huge name in comedy. After, after Stripes came out, people loved it. After Caddyshack came out, people loved it. People saw him on Saturday Night Live. So 1982, only a few years later, he was a huge name in comedy by then. No sex scandals yet? No, no sex scandals. I know. Coke scandals now, yet? Now the drama starts. <laughs> yeah, where's where's the, that hot goss? Where's that hot I'm trying to keep it out, but actually what's funny in my notes, I literally have feuds in quotations <laughs> next to it. It says juicy exclamation point. <laughs> So actually, uh, fellow yes. actress Doring Stripes, fellow actress Sean Young, he voiced his opinion and never wanted to work with her ever again. Wow, really? So I think she was one of the uh, MPs that they oh. that they had like a, a love scene with uh, on Stripes. So never wanted. Well, to, apparently, a lot of he was difficult to work with. I'm a lot sure, of man. When you get when you get full of yourself, you just get. I don't know. It's just you know that much power. I you also know, get this vibe that he was one of those type of people, and there's nothing wrong with these type of people. But was a person who just said what he was feeling in a moment. Mm-hmm. You know what yes. I mean? And, no and did not regret or have remorse for anything. No. He was just like, if you were pissing him off, he'd be like, well, fuck you. And just looked at you in the eyes. And yeah. Like, you know, some people can handle that, and some people crumble being like, around that personality. Bill Murray is out chase. there to be yeah. Bill Murray and yeah. live yeah. his life. Like, when he doesn't he, give a fuck yeah. what you think. And True. when he met Chevy Chase, that was another person who's like, oh, I also say fuck you to people yes. I don't like, too. Yes. And it was like... 
Murray versus Chase. Dude, oh my god, that, that was never been a more accurate statement. Saturday, Saturday Night Live blew up, especially yeah. after Chase stalked down Murray's crew in that bus attack and threw a... No, this is all the Conor McGregor stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get out of here! Oh my god! Conor McGregor! I was like, what? That's my man, dog. That was all the good. No, Throw more dollies. I hope good. those fighters get out and do their job and fight him. Damn, dude, that shit was crazy. All right, so let's get back at it. Yes. Back on. This is 1982. Remember, so now he's a huge name in comedy. He's making his way. Yes. That same year, one of his good friends and fellow actors, no. with whom Murray got most of his starting opportunities from. Died of a heroin and cocaine overdose. <gasps> I know exactly who this is. Who, I know who died of the heroin and cocaine who overdose. Who was that? John Belush. John Belush. Belush Lush OD'd on that heroin? March 5th. March 5th, <laughs> 1982. Who knew that tick ass bitty was on the heroin, bro? <laughs> March no. 5th, 1982. John Belushi was found in his home. Death by fatal overdose of heroin and cocaine. Damn. And you know what's super crazy about that? Mm-hmm. Who was with him the night he died? None other than the late Robin Williams <gasps> and Robert De Niro. Oh my wow. god! Yo, that's actually uh, interesting. He died of uh, heroin and coke. They were definitely blowing coke. You know, Robin yeah. Williams yeah. Did, did a lot of coke back in the day, and yeah. like he was a big star. He definitely was just like, yeah, dude. He called him up. He was like, wow. dude, you want to come over? I got some lines to do. He's like, yeah, this is weird. Yeah. Went over, did some lines, and was like, dude, you're pretty fucked up. And he's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Around John, dude. John Belushi was 33 years old. Oh, my Aww. God, he was a baby. Oh, my God. He was a baby. Yeah. I think uh, wow. 33 or 32 years old. Mm, and uh, no. Robin Williams and Robert De Niro were said to have visited him at crazy hours in the morning, like 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. were coming... Uh, he was just blowing, they, we were just blowing lines hanging night, out, maybe. Hanging out, Blowing man. lines, and I bet he was snorting heroin in the back. Yeah. Or maybe they were all snorting heroin. I don't know. There's knives. That's, uh, I don't that's, know the rumors. That's I don't want to crazy, rumors. though. Uh, so Belushi's, Belushi's funeral comes around, and this was one of Bill Murray's dearest friends that yeah. really helped him on his that's career. Sad. Yeah. So Belushi's funeral, Bill gave a eulogy of all of his worst qualities, completely trashing him at the funeral. No, hey man, I miss you a lot. No, basically 2018 millennials. <laughs> Holy shit. Basically dude. saying like, uh, you were loved by a lot. You were a really good guy. No, he said all of his worst qualities to, to John Belushi at his funeral. And got a lot, got a lot of like, uh, kind of scrutiny from that. Cause that's like in front of his friends and family says that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's fucked up. Man. Uh, Wow, people, oh, everything's it. Oh my god. People believe yeah. uh, him and John Belushi were very good friends when John Belushi passed away, and people believe that it was more because of his dad dying at 17, Bill Murray's dad passing away when he was 17. It was more of him feeling abandoned and kind of hurt by Is that it. him coping with it? Is it's that an yeah. excuse though? That is at a, as a grown man, you're absolutely, an adult. Absolutely. You're an adult at that Everyone point at a funeral. Has coping methods. It's true, but I mean at a funeral, I mean you got to show a little bit of respect for the family. You're not the closest. You always think you're the closest, you know. I mean, I don't know. It's sad. Kind of seems a lot of his like uh just ability to go through life Bill Murray's was just all based on coping. Uh we'll get to that next. Um so after, ba- basically, um, John Belushi, like, dying, really fucked up Bill Murray. 
like really had a really strong yeah, impact on absolutely. him. Absolutely. I can so understand that, man. You're young. After after he passed away, Bill Murray wanted to come out with a movie that he he co-wrote or sorry, not co-wrote, but uh, co-produced and co uh, directed called called The Razor's Edge. Ooh. In that's uh, a which hard would call. which started uh, I think I guess filming uh, early 1984, 1983. Um, very interesting. It was basically, it was directed by John Byram, and it was based on a novel by W. Somerset Mogham. I've never heard of this movie, or no. novel. I've never heard of either of these. No, so it was about a World War I veteran in search of enlightenment traveling from Illinois to Tibet. So this was more what of a, fuck? this was more, this was a book basically about self-reflection and self-preservation and trying to make your yourself better in like uh, un, uncertain times. So I'm sure this World War One veteran had a lot of PTSD, mm-hmm. post-traumatic stress disorder, and he traveled to Tibet to uh, kind of engage in like religious, religious uh, activision, <laughs> religious views, uh, and kind of cleanse his soul. But uh, which I guess Bill Murray would really kind of relate to, having a, a, a very interesting past with his father passing away and and him really having to pick up the slack with his his eight brothers and sisters. Uh, so he really put a lot of his heart and soul into this film. But Hollywood, it was kind of similar to what happened with uh, Jim Carrey. Is Hollywood didn't want to see, which is another big yeah. big thing that we could go, go yeah, into. Yeah, he's a little bit of a cockamamie. Yeah. That's heavy. He's a little bit of a crazy kid. Yeah. But continue, I'm sorry. sorry. Hollywood, Hollywood didn't want to see a serious Bill Murray. No, absolutely film. not. No. I don't want to see a serious Bill Murray. I want to see you crack in a little... I want to see a little sad because your situation's tough, but I want to see... Bill Murray making the best of it, trying to win over that girl and bang her because you live the same day over and over and over and over and over again. I get it, man. You want to learn the piano. You do it. You have all the fucking time off. Anyways, continue. I'm going off. <laughs> so this is where this yeah. is where it starts to get really interesting. I want like, to know. Like we said earlier, uh, John Belushi passing away might have actually tripped made, up Bill Murray made him made, fucking crazy. No, it might have actually made Bill Murray's career. Really? Yeah, Damn. Bill Murray might have literally his career might have died after this movie came out because The Razor's Edge was a complete flop. So the yeah, director, boring. the director John Byram, could not find funding for this film unless a deal was made for for Murray to uh, to star in a small studio production written by uh, Dan Aykroyd and. I always forget his name. Harold Ramis. Oh, Harold Ramis. I love Harold Ramis. Think anus. Yeah. Harold Ramis. Harold Ramis. So he couldn't, the director couldn't get funding for this film unless Murray um, basically made a deal to sign, to star in a small studio production written by two guys he's worked for in the past. A small movie called Ghostbusters. Oh. In order to get funding, he had Whoa. to sign papers saying, I'll star in Ghostbusters as long as we get funding for this film. So Murray literally does Razor's Edge first. The movie Razor's Edge was filmed first. It was more of like kind of like an existential kind of uh, film, you know, very serious movie, where he actually does a eulogy in that film for a fallen comrade because there's a, a, a part about, uh, I think, Vietnam in that movie or World War II, where he's giving a eulogy to a fellow comrade, and he, he does the same exact thing that he did with John Belushi. Ghostbusters? Yeah, basically. Well, this is this is where it gets crazy. So that part that um, Bill Murray plays in Ghostbusters, Dr. Peter Venkman, was actually written for 
John Belushi. Whoa, sadness. So, when Ghostbusters came out... Sorry, I was going to have a moment. Who are we if we don't... (laughs) (laughs) Jam out for five seconds. Pivotal yeah. moment in this motherfucker's <laughs> career. Right. Yeah. Starting to celebrate. Yeah. I'll fade this shit out. Fade, yeah. Nice. That That's was Ghostbusters. That Ghostbusters. I like that. The this is song. a badass fucking movie that will stand the test of time. Yes. I think. Yes. So, Bill Murray agrees to do Ghostbusters if he can go with what he's really interested in. Is starring in this movie called The Razor's Edge. So, even though Ghostbusters. Which was the part that he played in Ghostbusters, Peter Venkman, was actually written for John Belushi. But John Belushi had died a year before he stepped up to fill the role. The heron. So Razor's Edge was filmed before Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters was filmed, written by Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, and released before Razor's Edge was, was released. Even though Razor's Edge was filmed before... Ghostbusters was filmed after. Ghostbusters released first, which was a huge box office hit. The highest grossing film of that of that year, 1984, Razor's Edge came out and completely flopped. Yeah, it sounded like a shitty movie. Oh, completely that flopped. sucks, though. And there's a reason why you guys have never really heard of that, because it, apparently it, didn't, it wasn't a good movie. It was a boring-ass movie. And it brings me Shame. back. It brings me back to kind of make a point that if John Belushi hadn't passed away, I mean, would, would have... Would have Bill Murray wanted to do this movie if John Belushi hadn't died? But if John probably Belushi, not. probably not. But if we John Belushi hadn't died, fantastic John Belushi. John Belushi would have been in Ghostbusters, yeah. and Bill Murray would not have been. So would his career have just ended? In probably. We'd have John Belushi still cracking us up, being all chubby, running around. Something, you know? something to think about. So basically, what happens is Ghostbusters is, is a huge hit, highest grossing film of 1984. And highest grossing comedy of all time to this date. Whoa. Really? really? Still really? The, biggest, really? the biggest comedy that's made the most amount of money, 1984's Ghostbusters. That's hard to believe. I That's that's my sources I believe me. it because people don't go to movie theaters anymore to see comedies. They're like, yeah. I'll wait till it comes yeah. on Netflix. I also, I agree. And then stream it. You can uh, ch- you can check the, check mm-hmm. the sources, but uh, uh, literally all the documentaries I saw, all the articles I read... Highest grossing comedy of all time. I'm with him. I believe him. I'm with him. (laughs) So basically, what happened? Ghostbusters is huge. Razor's Edge is a huge flop. This really hit Murray hard because this was his branch into serious acting. He didn't want to be a a, a comedian the entire time. He He was dealing with serious. He was dealing with some real shit. So. He actually left the country and moved to Paris for four years. Wow, I didn't Holy know. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. He left for four years with his son and his wife and moved to Paris for four years. Because and he was just so frustrated with where he was at in yep. his career. Absolutely. <laughs> he was just so... He didn't want to be the, the funny guy. He had a lot of serious shit going on in his head uh, after John Belushi died. And he just wanted to... Get away. There, to get away. There may be a point, though, in a comedian's career where you do want to be heard as a person and you do <laughs> and want to have a voice. Seriously, and people are just like, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and that makes you fucking crazy. And yeah. then you go to Paris yeah, about agree. it. Do we know what he did? Like, while well, he was life-wise for I, those four years? I think he just literally was a dad. He, he was just, a, he was he was a rich daddy, so he could just vacation for four years. In yeah, Paris. he just he just helped with his wife. Well, <laughs> nice. the reason the reason uh, he he grew up like his father was uh, uh, like a very big family man. Even though they didn't have a lot of money, his dad yeah always di- tried to put food on his table. So growing uh, when hi- when Bill Murray was in the shoes of his dad, he had his son, he had a wife. He just wanted to take care of them. He wanted to replicate that right. because that's how he grew up. His right. dad really went out of his way to have a good. To make sure he had a good childhood, so he wanted to do that for his son, and that that kind of comes back later. Is that like he this this break that he took was probably the uh, he'll he'll say later was the best decision that he ever made because mm-hmm. wow. he could finally focus on his family. So Aww. his yeah. wife is now pregnant with I'm another child. Just get away from they, holy shit! Really now? Yeah, in, right now in two thousand eighteen. No, no, not right now. That, that I didn't. I didn't even get to that. But I was that gonna ends, say, dude, that like, that's ridiculous. That ends badly. Yeah, I hear you. You know, you know, I hear he the sor- He's the source of ex-wife jokes. <laughs> yeah, dog. I bet. Well, let's hit it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't get into that. We, okay. we can. We can. But we. I, I didn't. I didn't do any notes on that. Um, so he wouldn't come back until four years later, where he would star in 1988's Scrooged. I never saw Scrooge. You never saw Scrooge? I never saw Scrooge. Oh, Scrooge is uh, you know, Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. It's the uh, it's the classic Tiny Tim story. I never, uh, I've never with, heard of it. With Philip J. Scrooge, and, and he, he plays Scrooge, and he's a bad, bad boss. <laughs> I've never heard of Scrooge. Yeah, it's like uh, the either. it's the it's Same. the Christmas Carol. It's the the ghost of Christmas future, present, and past, and they take you around and and show you the show you. I the know world. that story. Yeah, that's it's familiar. <clears throat> it's basically Scrooge was actually a really good movie. Okay, okay, but it was it was more of like a dark comedy, which is mm-hmm. what he was good at. Ghostbusters two comes out in nineteen eighty nine, then in nineteen ninety one, which is one of my favorite movies, comes out. He stars in What About Bob with Richard Dreyfuss, mm. directed by Frank Oz. Have you seen What About Bob? Pe- no, I've never seen pieces. it. Bits and pieces. It's a great movie. Enough to form an opinion that it's a good film. I've never seen it. I've never even heard of it. It's a- <laughs> what about Bob? I what about Bob is You know what's funny is I don't know shit about cinema, and Gian's always like, you haven't seen this, you haven't seen that. And I've never seen the What About Bob. You haven't lived until you've at uh, least heard about What About Bob. We have to do it. Same. Wow. We have to we have to do a uh, we have to do like a an update on this episode where you go and watch yeah. What About Bob and then we talk huh. about for ten minutes What About Bob. Just his reaction at the yeah. glory. So I have spoilers. Can I give you away spoilers? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, are you sure? You no, no, I don't want to hear. It. <laughs> I literally give away the entire ending in my notes, but if he hasn't seen, it, I don't want to do it. So he basically plays a mental patient uh, who goes along vacation with his psychiatrist. Un- okay. Unannounced, and that's, that's the weird. kind of the whole setup. Of, that's weird. Why would he do that? That's, that's stupid. Because awesome. he's, he's a man. <laughs> he already ruined the whole stupid movie. Stupid movie. I'm over it. Sucks. I'm over it. I'm just kidding. I'll watch it. I know. Watch it. What about Bob? Is one of the like the the cutest movies you'd ever see. Really? It's it's on the borderline of really crazy. That I've never seen. You've seen it. Addressing mental health before mental health was actually like an issue that we discussed in this country. So it's cool to go so back and be like, oh wow. They're Ball. doing it. <laughs> okay, thank you. Oh, and this you. is uh, October 13th, 2018, in case anyone's... <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of it. I've never... Yeah, season season season. Yeah, let's get spooky right, with keep, it. Let's so, keep hitting some Bill Murray's juice. Following on, following on, 1993 yes. rolls around. 
and year. Groundhog Day comes around. Oh, Ooh. hell yeah. I love Groundhog Day. I love Groundhog Day. Uh, directed by Harold Ramis. Rest in peace, yeah. Rest in, yeah, rest rest in, in palace is king. Fantastic. I know he and Bill Murray had a weird beef after, yeah. after this would continue. Yeah. Very successful film, but ended Ramis and his friendship. Oh, my God. Yeah, they Brutal. had a falling out. I heard Someone, he was... Was he hard to work with on the set? Bill or? Murray. Bill Murray was, yeah. Notoriously difficult to work with uh, with everybody. In That's what way? In what uh, way? It in just, his style was just different. Interjected with Harold, Harold, uh, Harold's uh, directing. I know he, he like argued with him during the directing and stuff. and different He just always why? felt like his opinion had yeah. to be inter- inputted. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. do you two believe, even at this point, he's passed all these triumphs as a human... Why do you think he still is so he's like, fucking difficult? Uh, <laughs> Bill Murray is it still... simply drugs. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's actually interesting. Um, no, the only not. times that uh, that it said he was difficult to work with was back when he was just beginning his career. Uh, well, actually, the latest one was two thousand two, where Lucy Liu tried to beat him up. But we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> which, is, which is really very cool because cool, I like her a lot. So yeah, 1993's uh, Dur- uh, Groundhog Day, uh, Harold Ramis, uh, great movie. Really enjoyed it. I like uh, I like Groundhog Day. He repeats every day until he gets it right. Kind of. Uh, he was kind of perfect for that role because he he shows uh, shows up as like this dick reporter uh, in a town that he doesn't want to be at, uh, and then just kind of. Goes with the flow and figures out he can be a better person by the end. I guess uh, uh, supposedly the... Uh... Yeah, he learned piano too. That was sick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So Did like you we... say that he... That's the director he tried to get in an argument and like fight with. It didn't work well. Oh, that was a that was a producer. I'll get I'll get to that. That's at the that's at the juicy. That's oh, at the juicy end. Hot goss. That's, that's the, the hot goss. goss. That's the hot goss. Yes. So, so like yeah. we, like we said with Harold Ramis. Uh, he did lose his friendship with Harold Ramis during this time, 1993, but would later reconcile <clears throat> in 2014. Right before Harold Ramis died. Right before he died. That's a sin. That's a sad. Uh, that's a sad end to a friendship. And they just stopped talking to each other, man. Yeah, it's someone sad. someone you grew up with, built a yeah. career with over 20, 30 years. Someone that you just disagree with, and then it, they said on set. Oh, thank you. They said on set it was like uh, two brothers fighting. Rather than that's yeah that's fine and all but oh my god after not talking for twenty five years like come on Jesus Christ yeah. get over it yeah. especially when you're both rich they got nothing to worry about anymore you know what I'm saying yeah at one point. yeah so I think by then uh, they had reconciled Ramis died in twenty fourteen he was a great guy he wrote Ghostbusters he was a real he nice brought guy us Ghostbusters. he 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 wrote several <laughs> things he wrote Animal House too I believe he wrote Caddyshack um, mm-hmm. I believe he helped write, he uh, you know Groundhog Day as you were saying. What else? I think he was the dude behind Stripes. I'm yeah, for more shit. He was a bit. He was a big part of a lot of. Uh, he wrote a lot of shit, man. He wrote a lot of uh, Second City Theater shit with uh, Bill Murray. I know. I don't know. That's sad. Yeah, losing let's a all, friend. Let's all drink to mm. Harold Ramis. Cheers. for Harold. Yeah. What I hope y'all plan. heard that joint. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're drinking Natty Light. <laughs> yeah, right up. No, it's spooky season. <laughs> oh it's spooky God. season. We're drinking some Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest. Some Bell's Oktoberfest beer. So let's hit the next. Let's hit it. Let's hit it, dog. So let's after this, more. after 1993, uh, he spent the next couple years uh, just starring in like minor roles and supporting actor roles rather than the big, 
like Groundhog's Day and yeah. Ghostbusters. I ha- I've noticed. I mean, he's not at the center of attention anymore. Let's. Uh, yeah. what, what's I have a what's, question. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Is he getting pussy? Like, is he married? <laughs> he's, he's always married. been he's married right now. Yeah, he's been for, married twice. But he's been married. No, he's been married twice. That's okay. And I believe with the first wife, he was not super loyal. But this, but his. And probably other, the second wife, about, he wasn't loyal. I know he's single now. There was what? a. Oh wait, there was a couple. Who did he have the kid um, with? The first or the first second? wife. Okay. There were a couple uh, things I read. I, I didn't want to get into. I didn't write any notes. Yeah. On it, but he was. Really whacked out on cocaine. Mm. Really whacked out on on October beer. I October fast, baby. I assume baby. it was around Halloween because he's being yeah. extra spooky. What? Spooky I know that. I know tis the season, baby. He, yes, uh, spooky. He may or may not have beat up his wife. We're not. Sure. I heard he. I did hear a rumor that he punched her in the face. His ex wife in the face. Ouch. I did hear a rumor, but I don't want to get into that. It's a rumor. Uh, It's not 100% clear. There are many different parties. Nobody knows the real story. There's so many different stories. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Margaret Kelly or Jennifer Butler. He was married to Margaret Kelly from 81 to 96, and then Jennifer Butler from 97 to 08, um, I think. I don't know. I, that's neither here nor there. Let's get on with yeah. more regular building effects. Let's keep this lighthearted. I heard I know they it's were the spooky season. They were uh, easy to say. He I, I heard they were they were car- <laughs> they were carving pumpkins, and he didn't like how she was carving her pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he hit her. Fuck. So he punched her. He said, "That's not how you do it. You carve the top off Bitch. first, not the bottom." And she, and she, said, she said, "Shut up." She said, man. "Shut up, idiot," or do something about it. Bitch, and then and he squared out, and he punched her. She says, she says to him right before he hit her, "Why don't you have sex with your wife every now and then?" <laughs> oh Almost like she could, she could yeah, use it. That's so most likely. <laughs> that's most likely what happened. Hashtag, hashtag fight. That's most likely <laughs> what bust happened. This yo. ghost, this pussy is a ghost. Are you gonna bust this ghost? <laughs> <laughs> So he, poor man. Divorce. <laughs> Divorce. So, court, Yeah. Moving. Moving on. He spent a lot of the '90s after What About Bob, just and Groundhog's Day, doing kind of minor roles. Uh, Ed Wood, Kingpin, Larger Than Life, <laughs> Space Jam. Uh, everybody forgets yeah. he was, he in, was space in Space Jam. Jam. I, I don't know. forget. He was a very <laughs> '90s baby. He was such a small role in Space Jam. Yeah. I mean, he barely played. No. I mean, he yeah. bar- he had a few speaking lines. He was comedic relief in Space Jam. Every yeah. role was pivotal. Every in role space was pivotal Jam. in Space Jam. I he agree. shows up. He shows up uh, with Newman from Seinfeld <laughs> and says. And says, hey guys, how are we gonna win? <laughs> Meanwhile, Newman's getting like trampled to death by yeah. these giant yeah, monsters. Pussy. And, and Bill Murray was keeping it together and for real. And he's trying real. to keep it together after binge binge smoking cigarettes and drinking liquor, trying to See? shoot hoops. Every role is pivotal. Every role is pivotal. But he, pivotal, scored, he scored like eight points and had like eight assists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had Mattis. Uh, at least he had a few assists. That's we gotta we gotta go to the tapes. We gotta watch. We gotta go. We gotta Agreed. go. To the, go to I got a lot of Bill Murray info to do. I got a lot of Bill Murray information to research. Realistically, right. I should have done before. But let's continue, man. Hit me. All right. So we just we just talked about Space Jam. Love Space Jam. Now we're moving to uh, uh, the, the 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 new millennium, the early two thousands. He's in Charlie's Angels in the early two thousands, and we'll get to that little hot gossip with. Him and Lucy Liu getting into a fist fight backstage, right? Which is interesting as hell. Fuck. Yeah. What else we got? Going? I don't know a ton of information on that, but actually, I, I forgot to mention he starred in The Man Who Knew Too Little in 1997. Which I never saw the movie. Good, good movie. Good Basi- flick. Yeah. Basically, he uh, he thinks he's in a uh, Groupon. 
He thinks he's basically in a, a part of a Groupon of a of a spy spy tour of the city, where okay. really he has like a briefcase that the spies really want, and he goes through a bunch of crazy shit, and he thinks he's just like a part of the act the entire time. It's actually really it's a really interesting movie, but one of those things you can kind of eh, it's not yeah. like cash yet. You don't see it. It's not good. Oh my god. A year later, after Charlie's Angels, Osmosis Jones. Woo! Big movie for me. A one, right? A one. Frank, two thousand one. your notebook. A one. Frank I loved did Osmosis score. Jones. Frank was such a slob. He was disgusting. He ate the egg. The movie was about being in. Uh, Osmosis Jones was a white blood cell inside yep. of. Frank, who is Bill Murray, I'm a big fan of this movie. I love Osmosis Jones. I um, she has never seen Osmosis Jones. You've never seen Megan. I don't know. Seen. Get out of here. You've I mean, never I would have only Jones. been like a babe. I would have been like seven. All right, but so it again, starred a white blood so. cell. I don't know. Chris, Chris <laughs> See, Rock or Chris out. Tucker. I think it was Chris well, Frank Rock. Frank ate. It, the essential thing was. He, it was about a white, it was about like a police force, a white blood cell who worked in this guy, Bill Murray's body, to defend him against diseases. As a cop. As a cop. He was a, I was a, like a detective. Or in the, a, in the shittiest town. In the shittiest town. In Bill Murray's body. In Bill Murray's body. Bill Murray was a gross slob. He drank beer all day and like he worked at a zoo. He was a slob. He never washed his hands. He took shits and just was like sniffing his fingers and all Ew. that way. Yo, so at one point, a monkey, at one point in the movie, a monkey steals his lunch, which is a hard-boiled egg, egg. sucks on it, a monkey in the fucking zoo, and is like kissing it at the thing, and Frank takes it out of his mouth and eats it. (gasps) Eats that egg. It's disgusting. If you go back to to the security footage, that monkey (laughs) says something about fucking his wife, so Bill Murray hits that (laughs) monkey until he drops the egg. You You can go back and see it. He beats the monkey, drops the egg, Agreed. and then eats it, and then attracts like Ebola, but it wasn't Ebola. He 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 gets something that is like a fucked up disease, and no white blood cell except no. Osmosis Jones can stop. Yes. And he take him in a pill. Drax. Drax the pill. Who he, Bill Murray Drax eats the a pill. pill. He Bill Murray gets so fucking sick in the movie. It's disgusting. Yeah. He, learned, he literally learns no lesson. His white blood cell does all the work, and he probably dies like the next year because he eats another egg out of this fucking monkey's asshole. Yeah, it does. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I have a point to make. I think that literally, you. It's a sin. It's a sin. Public school kids were. Taught by public school teachers. Yo, get out of here with that. That is yeah. a fight. That is a shots fired. Coming at us, age. Come on, age. Whoa. Wow, were your brain cells? I'm but sorry. I'm sorry. No, burn. no. We just had extra classes like science while you guys <laughs> were learning about Jesus and how he was like. And you have like real questions. You probably like how you make fire. And he's like, Jesus will make the fire for you. You just gotta the pray. The light of the Lord will guide your Lord way. Lord will guide your way. What do you do when you're in a cave? The light of the Lord. We invented a fucking flashlight. Adrian. <laughs> we learned stuff in school. What did you do? <laughs> That's Science it. was not taken as seriously, but also you're watching fucking Osmosis Jones. I had substitutes. They were high. I had substitutes. <laughs> they just wanted to chill, bro. It was cool. They're googling. Let's continue. I'm sorry. They're googling <laughs> Bill Murray facts. Let's on get the more. Side. Into, let's I, get more into Bill Murray, man. To, let's to, get. Be, to be completely honest, 
Osmosis <laughs> Jones was such a big part of growing up <laughs> in my life. I learned about that puberty. Uh, we could Osmosis literally Jones. have an, an hour and forty minutes of just reenacting the entire. I remember most. Of the, I remember Jones. most yeah. of the lines in Osmosis Jones. Really it was sorry. It was it was also Drix, not Drax. Drax is Drix. Drax is yeah. from Drix. Um, and Thrax was the the Red Death. Man, I was learning like the Bible and shit. Yeah, I bet you were. You Jesus, Jesus was just a really good magician. Whoa. He was the David Blaine of zero BC, and people people were like, "Wow, how did you turn blood into wine? That's really cool." They didn't question it was like it was wine the whole time. I don't know. I don't want. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to get into that. Whoops. So this, this is where my note kind of run run into kind of kind of end because Osmosis Jones was the most important <laughs> part of his career. But basically, so that's where after after two thousand one, he comes out with Lost in Translation in two thousand three, which was nominated for over twenty large awards. Uh, he was with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yes. Uh, which was another um, part. That he was difficult to work with. Apparently, him and Scarlett Johansson did not get along as well. Which is weird, which might not be weird, but to me, I see this as a coming full circle. Scarlett Johansson is in love and fucks the shit out of and fucking loves a guy who works for Saturday Night Live. Really? Yes! Colin Jost, I believe, is his name. He does the world news on Saturday Night Live, and that's her dick. That's her. Like, right now. That's her dick. That's, oh. that's her dick. Who's her dick? Uh, Colin Jost. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Of course she will love... What else we got? Have, have any of us seen Lost in Translation? No, I haven't seen uh-huh. Lost in Translation. I have never I seen Lost in Apparently, it's a really good movie because it oh, yeah, was nominated for a fuck ton oh, of awards. Oh, I feel like it's a shit. Doesn't sound that good. I, I, I haven't I seen that, but you've seen fucking Osmosis Jones. Uh, who hasn't seen oh, I can't believe you have. 2003, Lost in Translation. 2004 comes around. Garfield. Mm. Garfield. Let's, uh, let's, all, a good Garfield. let's all just talk about how much we love Garfield. Uh, I, I hate Mondays. <laughs> In this in this same ar- amount of time in the same time period, actually one of my most favorite movies, one of my most favorite directors, Bill Murray stars in. What? Really? Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou by Wes Anderson, directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, Wes Anderson yes. movie. Bill, Bill Murray would continue to star in a lot of Wes Anderson movies, including Moonrise Kingdom, including Fantastic Mr. Fox. Can't cameos in Grand Budapest Hotel, <coughs> oh, I love and Grand also Budapest. be a voice actor in Isle of, Isle of Dogs. And Wes Anderson likes to keep his cast consistent. He yeah. likes working with specific actors and actresses, where he brings on uh, every movie he makes. So, like, if you watch the first Wes Anderson movie, I'm not sure which one it was, but in this case, uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou, uh, Bill Murray was in it. A um, uh, couple, a couple other. Big name actors and great movie, a lot of a lot of fun. Uh, was two thousand four. So continuing on, Garfield two thousand four, the sequel to Garfield, Tale of Two Kitties. <laughs> Garfield two thousand six. Oh my god! Damn the I, lasagna. Oh god. The reason the reason why I'm saying Garfield is I'll, I'll come back to that. Two thousand eight, we have Get Smart, City of Ember, which I actually Ooh. really liked. I watched that movie. I I have the book. Actually, You've seen a, it. a good movie. It's a kids book. Kid, kind of a kids movie. It's, it's a kind of a uh, post-apocalyptic movie where they all live underground because of nuclear bombs. Okay. Uh, he's, okay. He's the cool. corrupt, corrupt mayor where he kind of like shows up and tries to steal from the townspeople and then get, gets uh, spoiler gets eaten by a giant mole. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really are the are the people oh. are the people really little or are the moles really big? We they're don't, big. We don't know. We don't I know. bet they're big. I don't know. Are the people really hungry? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that is cool. City of Ember. Uh, next is uh, 2009, Limits of Control, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Great and movie. why I was saying Garfield a lot, uh, 2009, Zombieland also came out. <gasps> yes! Oh, I like his what cameo good in Zombieland. Movie. Yes! What a great cameo. I know. That was a great Bill cameo. Murray that very well because yeah. I fucking love that. That he movie. was yeah. really funny. What a one. great time to bring it up to October, little. Yeah, a little, a little spooky. Halloween time, yeah. I do like that. Very, it is very good, very good. Zombieland, we'll go through some spoilers. Uh, he dresses up as a zombie and tries to scare one of the yep. one of the co-stars <laughs> yep. uh, in the film, and he gets shot in the chest with a shotgun and dies as Bill Murray <laughs> play, playing as himself. Cause Dramatically. He he used to dress up as a zombie and go play golf because they wouldn't recognize him as a human if he dressed up as a zombie. <laughs> but they ask him, the reason why I brought off Garfield, they ask him in the movie as a joke, they say, hey, what, what are your biggest re- regrets as you're dying? And he takes a deep breath and he says, Garfield. That <laughs> <laughs> was one of his biggest regrets. <laughs> so later on, 2010, 2011, 2012, he is still making movies. Get Low, Passion Play, Moonrise Kingdom, another Wes Anderson movie, a great movie. Uh, Hyde Park on Hudson, Monuments Men, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, another Another uh, Wes Anderson movie, uh, uh, 2015, Aloha, 2016's Jungle Book. Did not like 2016's Jungle Book. I Me thought neither. It was no, fuck it. We the had reboot. like high expectations. <laughs> 2016, yes. Jungle Book also came out with the new Ghostbusters reboot where he played a very skeptical man I in didn't Ghostbusters. See the did reboot. not see the reboot either. Uh, did you ladies see the reboot? Of what? Ghostbusters. It was the female, all female cast. Yeah. You know what's sad? No. And you were actually with me, and you probably don't remember because it was so unmemorable. Is we went Did to. Did we see it? We went. To, <laughs> <laughs> we we didn't go to see it, but we went to go live it at Madame Tussauds. What's it? Oh. What's it called? Madame Tussauds. The Wax Museum in New York. We went at a time. Do you, are you remembering now? No. Oh, so <laughs> wow, that's fucked up. 2016, Ghostbusters and Jungle Book reboot came out. 2018, he is still doing things in the movie Isle of Dogs. I think uh, I actually saw this movie and I actually really enjoyed it. Isle of uh, Dogs, I heard was this good. Is another, this is another. This is another Wes Anderson what? movie, and it's another stop motion uh, animation, just like Fantastic Mr. Mr. Fox, which is a great movie. So, looking yes. at his IMDb, yeah. IMDb page, to be determined is the dead don't die. So, that's something that's uh, coming out soon, maybe next year, maybe in a couple years. They're working on it now. He's playing Cliff Robertson. There is not very much information on that. Oh, Doesn't shit. Doesn't he live right? in Charleston now? He lives a very simple life. He lives a very simple life. He's trying a, to be a simple man. Just, like, crashes bars, like, crashes He crashes photos, bachelor's weddings. parties. Yeah, and photo weddings. Just, like, shows up places and is like, hey, I'm Bill Murray, I so like that. I, can do I like that. I think I it's very funny. Yeah. I think it's very fun. I think it's cute. I think people that take guy. it too seriously don't have a good sense of humor. Bill Murray showed up at my, like, bachelor party. I mean, hype. Like, my I mean, hype. I mean, hype. Fuck, yes. I mean, fucking hype as hell. I mean, I is that the... I mean, that's... I feel like the gist of Bill Murray, realistically. He's a, a very funny man who has really proven the test of time and mm-hmm. been lucky as fuck 
throughout that yeah. whole that yeah. his entire life. He's been lucky. Like uh, oh, before I ask this question, let's go through some of the feuds. I mean, I'm sure all actors and actresses have feuds. These are the some of the more well. He's a little ones. bit more vocal with it though. Let's yeah. go through them. Yeah. Let's uh, we we talked about the Chevy Chase one. About how him and Chevy Chase got into a fist. So they were they were young guys. They were like twenty. Yeah, they were just they were blowing young. off some steam. I get it. Uh, very young. Uh, Stripes, uh, the actress Sean Young. He refused to work with her ever. Really? Day. Oh, uh, they, uh, we heard that earlier. Yeah, yeah we heard that earlier. In uh, uh, What About Bob? He didn't work well with Richard Dreyfus, who was the really? co-star in What About Bob. Really? Uh, he also didn't work well with the film producer Laura Ziskin. Hmm. Which is interesting, and he it actually led uh, led him to ultimately throw her into a lake. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, he must have been pretty fucked up. And uh, get into an argument with her, a verbal altercation in a parking lot. Say, I'm going to throw you across this parking lot. Take her sunglasses, snap them in half, and throw them across the parking lot. Whoa. This is all just kind of like I don't know. Yeah, if this, this is, is real, all just but like shit. This sounds like yeah. some drunk yeah. ass argument. This is basically stuff. Of what, you know, I don't know if it's true, so I'm not going to really dive too deep into it. Uh, the one I thought was really funny was in Charlie's Angels, where Did he got he get into... Did he get with Beyonce? No. Luce. He, got, he got into a Luce fight Luce. with Lucy Liu. <gasps> Why? <laughs> Why? I love Lucy Liu... We're big Lucy Liu people. Apparently through MMA-style punches at Bill Murray because he said, and I quote, you cannot act. And she took serious offense to that and oh, tried wow. to beat him up. Wow. And that's fucking hilarious. And he even allegedly headbutted the director, Joseph McGinty Nickel or McGee. But I don't know if, if a lot of that is true or not, so I'm not going to like dive too deep into it. Apparently, him and Lucy Liu are tight. They're tighter Good. than a knot on a sailboat. Good. They're so are they still... banging each other then? No. no <laughs> I wish. What might be true is that Lucy Liu single-handedly started finally the women's movement. Like, no. did she do yeah. it? Lucy Liu, did she do it? Was it her? Did she? She's a. She might be a role. Hey, I don't oh. know. I don't history. Know I like history. history. We do the history of me. We should do the history of Lucy Liu. Dude, I do, I do like she's Lucy a badass Liu. bitch. I'm sure. And I fucking love her. Yeah. I'm because sure. she knows. She knows for her she to knows. get in, for her to get in the film, and uh, I mean, I was a kid. I saw I saw uh, Charlie's Angels in two thousand two or two thousand one, and I fucking loved it. And I was like a little boy, still like jerking off on towels and stuff. <laughs> like, and I I just like loved that shit. Um, I'm sure like she's got some really two thousand. I'm sure she's really got some some interesting history about her. I fucking love her. She yeah. might have been me too before me too was even yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I Lucy love her Lou. even more. I'm, I'm team team hashtag Lucy Lou. Yeah, I'm with Lucy. I'm with hashtag Lucy. fight chase. Hashtag <laughs> I'm with Lucy. I'm with Lucy. Fight chase. Hashtag Bill Don't Murray. If Bill. you're listening, let's go. Yeah. You're welcome yeah. to drink beer with us and talk. <laughs> We're so, available. Concluding, that is the history of Bill Murray. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I tried I to I tried I to kind of I like that. I, I tried like to, this. yeah, I tried to kind of go through episode. my notes the best I could and, and try yeah. to speak professionally on everything that I No, that's I read. all we know about Bill Murray. I like it. Yeah, that I, was beautiful. I, I hope you guys liked it. And uh, I think right now he's he's around sixty eight. He's, uh, yeah, he's born wow. in 19, 1950, wow. so 50 plus 18, 2018, he's 68 right now. 
Yeah. Uh, My guess is he has a medical marijuana license. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's yes. the first to get it. Absolutely. And he's on okay. the West Coast, and he's just living. No, he lives in Charleston right now. Stop. Yeah. He's on the East Coast. Why is he here? He's on the East he's Coast. Fuck out of he's here. on the East Coast setting trends, smoking pot with Stop. all the college kids down there. He's trying to make a movement. Good for him. Now, see, I like him even more now. He's staying on the East Coast because the East Coast has some work to do. We have some unfinished business <laughs> and he's here for that business and wow there he is go for, for him so that was a quick uh, that was a good uh, overview of, that was a good yeah. Bill Murray that was a good Bill Murray guys I yeah like Bill yes. Murray I like uh, beautiful focused more on his early career rather than like uh anything else because that's where a lot of the history mm-hmm. is a very interesting about uh him and john belushi i didn't know i didn't know a lot of that really happy to i didn't know any of that actually, actually. really Absolutely. cool really yeah. cool mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. all right so this is uh the history of podcast with uh clinny clamson Clint, you got anything to plug you want anything you want to plug anything you got anything you got anything to plug call to call to action call that yeah you got yeah. anything to plug you got uh anything? everybody hashtag fight chase <laughs> um hashtag uh, Hell yeah. Lucy Lou, me too. I'm okay. Gonna... Yeah. <laughs> hashtag, I'm, I'm a fan of Lucy Lou. I like Lucy Lou. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Hashtag uh, Meredith Gray. I don't know how to say <laughs> that. I like that. I like, yes. check out me and Adrian on Hot Goss. That's yeah. it. Um, check out, so, check uh, out Hot, so hot Goss. Yeah. Megan Age, you got anything to plug? Nope. That's it. That's it. All right. This has been History of Podcast coming at you live, kind of. Uh, hope you guys tune in next week. Life. We're gonna be going over the uh, <laughs> some bullshit. That's fun. <laughs> yes, that is fun though. Yeah, All right. I like that. I like that. You guys, nice. you guys are fun. <laughs>